Welcome back, Beer Mile Nation, to another episode of the Beer Mile Podcast. This is an emergency podcast because there's been some big news in the running world. We got some news about Tin Man, uh, the Tin Man Elite Boys leaving their coach, Tom Schwartz. We got a hit on that. We got a hit on Drake Relays. We got a hit on the Oregon Relays. We got a hit on copyright infringement cases. The whole shebang. And we have an anonymous guest today. Wait, so, what, what should we call him? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fuck this up at some point and actually say his real name. Can we call him like George or something? George. Okay, cool. That's not our real name. Yeah. Anonymous guest George. Anonymous guest George joining us with the hot takes today. He's remaining anonymous because his opinions are his own and they're not to be used for financial trading advice or on Robin Hood to buy Dogecoin. Okay, okay. So let's get into Tin Man. Bring us up to speed on Mr. Schwartz. Word on the street is that the Tin Man elite crew dropped Tom Schwartz as a coach. At least that's the word. According to current word. Mrs. Schwartz, uh, her post on the Let's Run. God, should we just read that verbatim? That was pretty sweet. Well, it's kind of long. We don't need to bore the listeners with an hour of that. But check out the Let's Run message boards and see Mrs. Schwartz responding to the haters. Uh, so Tom apparently got dropped. And we don't really know why. But there's probably a few different explanations that we could come up with. Yeah, let's dig into it. What did, um, George, do you remember uh, roughly? Give us like the spark notes on Mrs. Schwartz's post. Well, we can just read the final two paragraphs. That's, be, let's do that. that let's let's get the final two paragraphs here. <laughs> there's a lot of the beef is just in those paragraphs. All right. I'm furious and completely disappointed in the Tin Man Elite team and what you have done, not only to coach Tin Man Schwartz, but to my entire family. You took advantage of him. You used him and abused him. You took his name Tin Man, which was well known before you even existed, and profited off of it. Heck, you even didn't give our family a small percentage of what you profit off his name, which is unethical. I myself wanted to share this information because the truth needs to be told. I'm tired of people bashing and speculating this and that. I guess we as a family learned a valuable lesson that it is never to trust a bunch of 20-year-olds and relocate without a solid contract backed by a lawyer. We will move on with our lives, as you will too. I just ask that you never do this to another coach the way you did this to my husband and my family. It was wrong, unprofessional, immature, and completely petty. You still have not given my husband one reason why you let him go. It certainly has not nothing to do with your performances. The majority of you guys have run PRs under my husband's guidance. Lastly, Drew, I sure wish you would have stuck to your promise of continuing to work with Coach Tin Man. My husband believed in you, and we moved to Colorado to support you. You distanced yourself from him, blamed him for your performance when you did not do the little things needed to take care of yourself. You certainly didn't listen to his advice and trained differently than what he prescribed for you. You are also influenced by your buddy, the media, and your mom. My advice, have a growth mindset, make your own decisions, act like a professional runner, and focus on your future, not the future of the Tin Man Elite team. Control your own destiny, or someone else will best tammy schwartz roasted man did i mean everyone's kind of influenced by their mom right you got to take your mom's opinion into account always but she was very articulate in that response oh, very I, convincing I, I think so i was i was pretty convinced who's the buddy here oh good good question Ooh, that is actually a very good question are we talking parsoni or who are we talking here i don't know i think it's parsons yeah yeah i mean they're kind of Drew Parsons and uh, Reed were they the original three for the Tin Man Elite? I think Morgan Pearson too. 
Oh, that's right. Morgan Pearson was in on that. I so to whatever disclaimer that we're not, you know, we don't we don't have any inside scoop that anyone else doesn't. So this is all speculative and not to be used to trade on Robin Hood. <laughs> but I don't know. It's it's pretty convincing. Um, my my initial speculation was before before hearing Mrs. Schwartz aside was that it was a business related reason yeah. because I, I Tom. So Drew has not necessarily had the performances that he probably is looking for, but most of the team in general has improved a lot under him. So I thought that all was well as far as performances were going or trending at least. So my assumption was that it was business and maybe Tom was like a co-owner in the Tin Man Elite LLC and they were like trying to get rid of him because they were selling more merch and making a lot of money and maybe he, he had like an equitable stake. But according to her, he isn't yeah. involved in that. So or, I maybe, guess my, or maybe he had a really small stake in the company, but not like rev share or anything like that. According to her, he was just a salaried coach, which would make sense, I guess. So that was my original take. And so if what she's saying is true, then my original take is incorrect, that it was that they wanted to keep more of the pie for themselves. Yeah. So then I guess it's really unclear why they dropped him other than other than Drew didn't like him or. Had some beef. Well, I with think Matt. Drew clearly liked him. He's worked with him for what eight years, six years. I don't know, a long time. It's not that he doesn't like him, right? But yeah. Why did the whole team need a new coach when really only Drew needed? That's, a new that's, coach? And that's what where I'm the, at, that's where yeah. there has to be like it has to be a falling out of some sort, and it's just what I think it, was it? It I think can't it just probably, be based on performances. They didn't all of a sudden sixty days before the trials say, "Yeah, performances haven't been great so far this season." See you, Tom. Yeah, I think it is probably somewhat mostly related uh to the business aspect um didn't they didn't they launch a separate uh like web shop a couple like a week or two ago not a separate web shop they launched the hammer and axe coaching training which was another thing that miss shorts claimed that they stole from tom was they're basically taking his training plans and reselling it but it's dumbed down that was like six months ago though that was oh, shit. that was that a while, was a while okay, i just found it like a month ago hmm. so I'm not a constant creeper on the Tin Man Elite web sphere. Uh, so any other takes? What do you guys think? So my initial, I think my initial assumption was debunked based on Tom maybe not actually being a co-owner of the LLC itself. So any other any other crazy speculation here? I have no idea. Do you think it is performance? No. I think they just don't know how to think for themselves. And Drew thought that he needed a new coach. So they all followed without any critical thought. Yeah. I mean, based on what she said earlier in that post was that it was, or I don't, was it that post? I can't remember where it was just a vote of hands. Yeah. Meaning they were all in a room together. And according to her, they were all in a room together and said like, yay or nay on getting rid of him. In which case, yeah, of course, if Drew and Sam are paying your bills and you're living in their house, of course, you're going to be like, yay you know so well, may, so maybe it was performance of drew and drew was the influencer i'm and, sure and, there and was sam sam i guess sam sam coming off an injury late recently i'm sure there was a lot of group think in the in the yay or nay that's what tammy Schwartz said it said that even though some of the guys wanted to stick with him they felt pressure because it wasn't an anonymous vote yeah that is that is kind of fucked that it wasn't anonymous yeah well I think you should be able to stand behind your opinions. I don't think the anonymous thing makes a difference, but it's it's that if any of them really believe they should have, you know, had some backbone if Fair. they if they really believed in him. So okay, so now so we don't have any other hot takes then. It's just it is what it is. 
we'll wait until Tin Man Elite has not announced anything. Oh, wait, wait. But Tom, Tom just now on Instagram, Tom Schwartz posts an Instagram. So we're, we're, it is currently Saturday afternoon. We are watching the Drake Relays live and about to watch the Oregon Relays live. And Tom Schwartz, one of his athletes, ran the men's 1500 at the Drake Relays. Immediately after the race, he posts on Instagram. And what does it say, George? So, Tin Man's athlete, Brett Meyer, never heard of this guy before today. He previously had a PR of 341.75, and he ran 340.94 for a PB. Whoa. And Tin Man coach says, happy for Brett. He ran a personal best. It's a pleasure to coach him. He is respectful and appreciative. <laughs> he does the work, keeps me informed, listens to instructions, and always has a good attitude. My hot take is that I think everyone involved just needs to go to fucking therapy. <laughs> <laughs> That's some subtweet in there. On that the is us. That is. See, and that still makes me think that yeah, Tom was truly caught off guard. Oh, I and, for sure think he was caught off guard. And and that's I didn't know. It seemed like there was something controversial, and so I wasn't sure if maybe there was like a mutual controversial thing that happened, and so they were both like parting ways. But yeah, it does seem like it was a complete shock to him. And man, that's a harsh tweet or a harsh. Uh, caption on that that insta post i mean how yeah i feel like that's i'd probably do that that's kind of <laughs> your best move you got, i mean you got he's got to stand up for himself if he's if he truly did get blindsided can't blame the guy for right for i would himself. be like weird i trained this guy and he listened to what i said and he actually pr'd so when does tin man elite actually come out with uh a statement we need to know the, ne- the next merch drop joan joan hunter has already come out with the statement Jo- but can we ask why is Drew's mom the one speaking for Tin Man Elite when we are? Be- Tin Man be- Elite is a group of adults. Maybe, supposedly. well, maybe Drew is just like, I want my parents to coach me. Well, Tin the- Mom Elite? Tin Mom Elite. <laughs> well, isn't that the word that she was already basically coaching him, kind of? Like, and I guess that's kind of what Tom is saying. Tom in that in that caption is like listens to instructions, follows like, and so maybe Drew is kind of like listening to two different people who have conflicting ideas. And maybe Drew's mom is like, "Oh, I don't think you should have done that four by mile workout. You should have done three by twelve hundred instead, or you know, whatever, whatever those details are." Can we make Tin Mom Elite shirts? Is that allowed? I'd be down. Dope. Oh, here's here's a question. Do do they change their name? I'm going with no. I don't think you can. Or or they just uh they could drop Tin Man Elite and just stick with Hammer and Axe, but that's kind of a mouthful. Why not just Man Elite? Man Elite? <laughs> Mama what about Mom Elite? <laughs> what if you keep the tin and drop the man? What about Joan Hunter Elite? <laughs> <laughs> tin Hunter Elite. Tin yeah. Mom Elite, Tin Boy Elite. What else we got? Not gonna mention the uh the second letter of the Greek alphabet. Tin, second letter of the Greek alphabet elite. <laughs> Comes after alpha. <laughs> God. Uh, curious to see what happens. Curious to see what the Tin Man elite statement is. Corey Leslie elite. Oh, yeah. What is? What does he have a nickname that they can steal from? Nothing I know of. <laughs> okay, so here's the, here's the call out. Anyone on Tin Man elite, you're welcome on the pod. Give us, oh, the, sure. give us the reasoning. We're not taking sides. We're just speculating because we don't know. So it's fun to speculate. That's all there is to it. We don't know Tom. We don't know the Tin Man. Well, we know a couple of the Tin Men a little bit, but who knows? Who knows? Any uh, yeah? Any final comments on that? Or do we want to move into some of the Drake races? 
I mean, I think this the segue is into the one mile championships, right? I mean, I think that is that is the segue. We got to go into that. The last thing I'll say on Tin Man is my my guess, and I hope this isn't true. I think there's going to be a bad breakup. I think it's going to be like half the team goes one way and half the team goes the other way and it's two separate groups yeah i think it's gonna be polarizing. that's gonna be my guess yeah. i bet it i bet it's polarizing because all the all the people who allegedly got uh coerced the yays into, versus the nays yeah all, all I, those bet you, I bet you i bet you some some of yes. the nays go and work with tom they backtrack to yeah to work with tom. To tom that's that's just a guess you know again open to having anyone on especially open to having jeff jeff tees on because that guy that guy sent it in the USATF one mile road championships. That was fun. I mean, he put on a show. Gutsy. Gutsy. That's all I gotta say. Hashtag gutsy. Is is there any hot takes on that? Is it gutsy to go out like three seconds under your mile PR pace for the first four hundred? I don't know if that's gutsy or dumb. It was downhill, so I don't hmm. true. I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. I, I was surprised. Uh, we we watched the race after it had already happened. So, like, knowing his 400 split and then where he finished place-wise and time-wise, I was really surprised that he lasted basically until, like, two 250 left. I thought it was going to be much, like, basically as soon as they hit the track that it was, like, game over. Yeah, I mean, with 300 to go, he still looked like he had enough room to make it happen. Yeah, I was like, when does this when <laughs> does then, this end? And then the lactic just, uh, yeah, that piled on pretty quick. But then, so Jeff, we just watched the 1500 on the track. I I'd, made I know, made some made some money. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, so good job, buddy. So the 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 bet going in, we were we were trying to decide does he do the same thing, and. I foolishly I, said, I would say not roughly the same thing because we knew there was a pacer, so we didn't think it was. We, we be... thought that you go out in second place, right? But then my assumption was that he would, I guess, quote unquote, learn his lesson and not or, do that, or just be like super gun shy. Yeah, but... super gun shy. But then he went out in second place, right on the pacer. But it also wasn't like it wasn't as hot. It wasn't like they were going out at fifty five. So yeah, uh, kind of reasonable, I guess you could say. What do we think, George? We need we need some we I know you have been watching these uh or you were a big fan of the one mile road championship race. What yeah, I mean I was pumped to see Eric Avila get the win in that. That was a big win for him. Out kicking Clayton and uh Craig. Um that is pretty impressive. Pretty Two of the fastest dudes in the sport got out kicked. True. Clayton today in the fifteen, what do, what do we think? He finished uh first in three thirty nine. Three thirty nine. Three thirty nine. Yeah. Didn't look great doing it to be honest. Ran slower than the college kids that Drake did yesterday. Yeah. Ooh. That's my favorite thing, uh, is is pointing out like how slow professionals are. <laughs> <laughs> isn't I mean, that, they only beat me by thirty seconds, but isn't that what, he's really slow. That's like how you're supposed to be on social media, right? Like you just post screenshots next to each other. Yeah, it's all about the times. No one cares about place. It's all about the times. Exactly. I mean, True. if Adam Fogg would have stayed in this afternoon, he could have had the double fifteen hundred win. That, that that is oh, a wait. hot take. I he think didn't, he didn't win yesterday, so never mind. Oh, he did. <laughs> he got okay. second yesterday. Well, <laughs> the hot take is that Fog Dog should have stayed in today because he was looking way smoother than anyone in the race, and he had him. Yeah, t- he, he had him by ten meters with the lap to go, and he decided to drop. Speaking of of staying in the race, a, a little bit of drama with the women's fifteen hundred meters. Uh, within like the first ninety meters. Uh, it looked like somebody tripped and then probably a third of maybe a, a quarter of the athletes are affected. I, I want to say Aisha 
Protlier dropped out. She did too, yeah. At, what, 800? Yeah, somewhere in there. Something like that. Yep, yep. Um, so that kind of sucked. I was looking, what do we What do we think the rules are? It's like a first 100 meters. Why wasn't it recalled? Well, that's what I thought, but I don't know if that's actually what the college pro rules are, if that was just like a high school rule. I'm just used to that from high school and college running. I always thought it was, if you'd first fall in the first meters. 100 meters, because like, that's what it is for cross country too. It's like first 100, or actually cross country sometimes up to 400. I think it's just like starters discretion. Yeah. Pretty Why much. is it the starters? Well, if it was the starters and they... He probably right. saw them not starter official, official official discretion. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say because it was from the vantage point of uh, the starting line, it probably was just at 100 meters, if not over. But clearly, yeah. Yeah, like if here you we had, are talking about rules that we don't understand. Yeah, don't seriously. Oh, cool. well, I was wondering content. if they if the judge determined like, oh, it was like her fault. She tripped because she was like cutting over. So because she fell and it was her fault, then like it doesn't go back. Yeah, but she still fucked over a few athletes. So I don't think I don't didn't look like it. I think she just screwed herself over. Uh, she might have spiked someone, but well, I think the athletes behind her because they I they either oh, had to, they had to kind of go around. They her. either had to hurdle her or like stop and stutter step around her. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, Kinda, I mean, this sucks. women's 1500 Drake realized it wasn't, you know, wasn't the Olympic trials. You know, true. Just another another solid race, but not the Olympic trials. So they'll all fight back or something like that. Something. How about at the Oregon relays, the 5K? We had our alma mater, Iowa State versus Friends of the Pod, Cole Hawker and Cooper Tier in the 5K. It was billed as Iowa State versus Oregon. It was it it was billed as a rematch of the Fiesta Bowl, (laughs) and. That's what it was. Rematch of the Fiesta Bowl. Those are the four. Uh, Except Kip, Kip Two and Kurgot versus the other two boys at the not, final. Not very, not very similar results, but opposite results. I mean, it was I pretty know. close. Uh, I I was not surprised that Cole won. Um, Cooper, I I want to say he took the lead with, pretty early when the Pacers dropped off. Yeah, it's like a mile to go. I, I just think with a mile to go, he didn't really do enough to or uh, here's here's a question do you think he could have ran the kick out of cole well i mean he did he tried to and he didn't yeah so i don't <laughs> think he could have damn because i mean it wasn't like he ran like he picked it up wow that is an awkward shot sorry um <laughs> that was a very awkward shot that was bad if you're wow yeah if you're what you were watching the stream on nbcsn at exactly 4 p.m central time you'll know what we're talking there about. was a very inappropriate camera work done like actually very oh, look, inappropriate. Dude, look at these boys they got um, yeah, there you go where's there's our, our there's our Iowa State. Where, Iowa, uh, so okay where's so, their where's their cup so and their awkward kip two and kurgot didn't quite get it done in the 5k for the iowa state boys still ran fast times didn't quite get it done but our iowa state boys did work in the four by 800 at the drake relays yeah, 148 Se- average for four guys and the b team 712 and 723 yeah b team 723 the b team was like literally in the rest of the race the a team was just kind of out doing their own dust thing. everyone yeah yeah, cool. I don't know. Any any hot and, George, George, give us something. Roshan Rooms, former Iowa State Running Club guy. At a boy. Roshan. Beast mode. Yeah. 146, 800. And he like fucking jogged the the last piece of that. Yeah. Looking good. Well, no, that was his 151. That was his 151. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like he's doubling, you know, yeah. double race, 146, 151 jog. Great day. I wish I could jog a 151. That'd be cool. <laughs> Remember at the first, were you at this meet, Adam, when Rashawn first ran with us? You might not have been. I don't think so. 
he showed up and like no one knew who he was and he, he was this new guy and we were like he was like oh yeah it's this flat 200 meter track at this small indoor rate like me in iowa he's like yeah i think i can break 50 for the 400 and we're like oh okay dude sure you can <laughs> and then he did how, how would you not <laughs> i mean i, I would have believed that i mean look granted like the build he has now is probably slightly different i'm sure oh, he's put on it, some mass oh he's put on a lot of mass he, he was pretty like lanky like lanky and, at okay, the time fair enough but but also like you, you wouldn't expect if a kid can run sub 50 without training on an indoor track you would be like what then why aren't you on the team like why why are you showing up to this well that kind of was practice? like the question for a while within, well, yeah. within two months he was on the team yeah, yeah. then, he was, the, then <laughs> yeah. he was on the team but that's the point it's like i wouldn't believe it either i'd be like oh he, he can run a 55 sure yeah like show me a 55 not a sub 50 <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything else on the 5k i mean it was it was four wide on the home stretch pretty exciting to watch yeah i think it turned out i don't know i guess it i don't know what i expected i think it was but exciting. it turned out like about you know as far as 5k goes i i think that was exciting it was watch. exciting okay so now the question is does cole because this is what everyone wants to speculate about on let's run boards and everywhere else does cole make the olympic team in something, probably the, the fifteen hundred. But does he make the Olympic team? Does he have the standard? No, he doesn't. But okay, let's say just assuming he has the standard, do you think he gets top three at the Olympic trials? I guess it's both. Number one, do you think he gets top three at the Olympic trials? Number two, do you think it's the standard? I think getting top three is way more likely than getting the standard. I agree because he's a really good racer and he's yeah. good at kicking. Yeah. Coverage has concluded for the day. I thought we were rolling over to. Oregon. Yeah, wait, what? Oh, it's a different oh, stream. Stream. Okay. Is this tech this is technically fair use, right? <laughs> is this We're fair use? We're going there? We're going there? Is this fair use? We're going there? I think so. George is out of he's like doesn't he hasn't been following along with this like Adam and I have, so Yeah, uh, I I'm not educated in this, whatever you're about to talk about. Let's hit on it quick, I guess, because we're here. So there were a, f- a few accounts on Insta posting about fair use. Um, we got our lawyers in the chat. George, you're um, you're aqu- well acquainted with the law. He doesn't. He hasn't followed the case, but he's well acquainted with the law. So very familiar with the relevant case law. Okay, so so in the case that you say say you would have a YouTube channel. And you would like, okay, so right now we're watching this NBCSN live stream of the Oregon Relays. Are you allowed to take like, say the, the mile, the 1500 meter race and just repost on your YouTube, but then like, you're going to commentate over it yourself. Is that allowed? I'm not familiar with that relevant case law. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. George isn't a lawyer. <laughs> Dang it, George. You're supposed to pretend like so, you knew so something about something. Here's, here's my, uh, my line of questioning for the, for the case. Um, if, if I had like one of those player cams in the, in let's say like I'm in the PGA tour and I just like strip the footage and then make my own commentary on the on the player cam and just put that up on youtube is that is that legal no question question one am i adding am i adding more value than is already there from the stream 
I guess does the market think you're adding value? You'll have to ask the market. If the market thinks, I mean, how I do mean, you I don't think that? you should use you in the example because obviously you're not adding value. I, n- I never. You should add like value. use someone who like is we, you know useful. According, like, according someone to, who has a voice that matters. According to David Malley, I don't ever add value. No value added. I mean, yeah, you know, I, I think okay, my my grade A case that I think does add value and actually is fair use. But is okay. Time out. What does adding value mean? Like you don't go to court and say like I added value. Like true. that's not the argument. Yeah. I, I I think it just comes down to do you like take a full chunk? Like okay, just, that was going to be my next point. Like, so. Take a full chunk without modifying it versus. Do you chop things up? Chop, yeah. And so, build your own narrative is the thing. Yes. Like you take it, tiny, like tiny samples. It's kind of similar to like music where exhibit if a, you take like a four second clip of a song, you sa- put you it in like it. a podcast. You sample it. I mean, it te- technically though, if you're making money off that, you're still supposed to like pay a royalty for that. Eh. But what, but I guess that's the perfect example is that you're still supposed to pay a royalty on that. Even if you take a little sample and so then why, if you're reposting an entire video, do you think that that's allowed? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I agree with that. I think exhibit A of like actual fair use is total running productions. That's a bunch of chopped stuff, but it's like, it's not his, it's not his footage, but he is building, he's using those clips to build his own narrative. Like he uses it in storytelling as opposed to adding his own voice over something that's like already illustrated yeah fair enough i honestly i'm not gonna pretend like i'm a lawyer i'm just gonna say why i mean why not just apparently i work i work in finance apparently so you're a finance bro yeah i i don't know i just wouldn't want to personally i just wouldn't want to have my own youtube channel where i just like take other people's stuff that's all i gotta say like i i like why wouldn't you just make your own content like if you want to have a youtube channel make something original or just like let people watch the original thing like you know? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think some channels do a good job of like linking out to the actual streams and doing commentary on it without, without like ripping the stream and fair, fair. And I guess detracting from whatever value NBC or whoever else is putting on the event is getting yeah. out of it. There definitely should be some level of the ability do, to do that. I do think, but, you know, playing devil's advocate there is um i think i think that some events should are like a little bit too prohibitive as as far as like exclusivity on the broadcast because technically in a lot of at a lot of events you can get in trouble for like recording it if you have exclusive rights which i think is kind of dumb i don't think you should be allowed to like broadcast the entire thing but if you're making again if you're like making your own content and the narrative is different than whoever is actually broadcasting it i think that should be allowed i we kind of touched on this when we were talking to jesse of sound running yeah i don't i i as as i don't don't think that's the point of the discussion right as a spectator or fan or just whatever yeah i mean i would prefer that more people would be able to provide more content like but (laughs) but but now just having like delved into creating original content it's a lot of work and it costs a lot of money. So I understand the other side as well of, you know, you don't want someone just to rip what you've done. True. When you're the one that invested the money in it. So I, I get both sides of it, to be honest. When it, I think what it comes down to is whether you want to allow people to, like, even though technically to the letter of the contract, it's like might be illegal. 
if you just let them do it, it promotes the sport. Like for an example that comes to mind for me is like the NBA, they let people post all the highlights they want on Twitter. But the MLB <laughs> and MLB previously has like really cracked down and done like trademark infringement, like I don't know, gotten them taken down when people post highlights and stuff, and that seems to detract from growing yeah. the sport, especially for running, That's where I think a lot of the external attraction is highlight driven. Because let's be honest, like who's going to watch a 10k? But if somebody has like an insane kick, yeah, sure. Um, but if if you post if you post a clip of that on Twitter or Insta or whatever, and then it gets taken down, I think that's kind of fucked. As long as you're crediting the original, like, hey, watch this on whatever stream. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. I mean, again, like as a spectator, yeah, I would much rather that everyone's able to share it. That'd be that'd be ideal. But I don't know. Oh, also, women's fifteen, oh, dude, okay. perfect timing. You got uh, Marta Penfritas. Who do we got for? Um, Nikki Hiltz, Jenny Simpson. Chris really likes Jenny Simpson. He's a big fan. I mean, she she always gets it done. She always delivers on the big stage. Um, just very inspirational. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nikki Hill's tattoos are looking good. Waiting for mine uh, this summer. Be yeah. a fun, fun episode. All right, so I guess to close out this podcast, we'll just do a live commentary on this women's fifteen hundred at the Oregon Relays, and then that's it, peacing out. So, what, what I feel like I I sounded like a um, what do you call it? Like a a negative Nancy or a what do you? What's like a Debbie Downer? Debbie Downer on the uh, whole uh, copyright thing, but yeah, I don't really have anything else to say on it. I'm saying I don't know the law, but I also know that you can't steal someone's stuff. But I'm also saying I prefer that's, that we could steal someone's that's stuff. That's insightful. But I'm also saying, you know, I understand why you can't steal someone's stuff. Does that help? Did that make sense? Yeah, I think we added a lot of value there, you know? I'm think, you know, I'm thinking, like, if everyone just makes original content, then it's good to go. I think, sure. that's, the, I think that's the route. So, I think so. Okay, so Laura Problem Muir solved. as well. She, didn't she, uh, no, never mind. I'm not thinking of Laura Muir. I'm thinking of uh, Kate Grace. Recently switched teams. I kind of get oh, them confused sometimes. Kate Grace is off of Nike? Fast Kate? No, she's still with Nike, but she's with Team Boss now. Just switch team, like switch oh, coaches. Oh, that was not that wasn't that coaches. wasn't horribly recent, right? No, I mean like a couple months ago. Oh, Sage, future uh, coming on the podcast. So. Sage, best of luck. So while indoor, indoor mile champ, while we're commentating this women's fifteen hundred live for you here, uh, little teasers. Next episode, Natasha Rogers this week, plus the roast of Adam Real coming oh, coming in a couple days. Pretty fire. And then I don't even know what the next episode will be after that, but it's going to be somewhere between Is Sage. KK Edwards, too? Okay. Yeah, cool. it's going to be somewhere between Sage, Bryce Hopple, Corey Belmore, Craig Nowak, Adele Tracy. It's going to be one of those. We're recording all those next week. So, Man, we kind of have a lot of podcasts coming yeah i kind of have a lot of podcasts coming up probably didn't need an emergency pod here but we should just quit our jobs uh that well if we have a sponsor wink wink if anyone out there would like to sponsor the show if you would like to support the show anchor.fm slash beer dash mile dash media we would really appreciate it we do this for free well we actually do this by paying to do it um so any support that you can provide would be awesome or if you know a brand that would like to sponsor us we will gladly shout them oh, man, out man this is this is good commentary for the 1500 yeah I jenny mean, simpson's out in lane two this in is the how back it should be up. the whole race commentary should be ads <laughs> i mean i <laughs> guess if, if people want free broadcast that's how it goes okay uh, so she's clearly the pacer or is she just trying to dust uh, everybody oh, yeah, trying to break the field laura muir is like 15 meters ahead right now of this 
Women's 15. Um, who's who's leading the chase pack? She's got some baggy ass shorts. No idea who she is though. She's uh, bringing it back. Like that's that's unique for the ladies' style. She's bringing back the the shorts. She, she had like a stutter step that kind of fucked up the entire field. Nikki, Nikki Hill sitting in third. We've got man. Some, everyone's in this pack. Corey bot. McGee. Yeah, Danny Co- Jones. Corey McGee. Boss hard ladies. Sorry, Corey, about the cameo. Can't, Corey, we apologize. We hope you don't hate us. It was all in good fun. We'll give you a web redemption on the podcast whenever you see fit. All right. Bets now with two laps to go. Uh, first place and last place. George, give it to us. I think Laura Muir might stay away here. Okay. Um, How about last place? I, I don't, not don't, know, don't know enough people in the I'm field. I'm not familiar to enough call with that. the field to... Uh, confidently say All right. last place. you can give us a second and third and while you think about that adam first second third first second third sure we're going first second third hurry up we don't got time 600 meters to go laura muir K- laura muir is like negative 300 right now so kk edwards looks really good oh oh wait oh so laura went ahead of the pacer yeah that okay that's ball speaking of gutsy okay well i mean you got to go gold laura muir at this point i'm gonna, gonna go be a jeff t's take two Oh, that's true. Jeff. T- All right. My Did one- she watch Jeff Teeson get a little too hyped before the race? She was like, Ooh. she looks pretty dang good, though. Okay. She's ahead by like 50 meters. All right. 40 well, meters. Obviously. 50 meters. Yeah. I'm, I'm going with her for the win. Dude, she's going to run sub four. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She, she runs sub four solo. She doesn't look like she's hurting. Okay. So Jenny Danny Jones and Corey McGee coming in the lead pack. Danny Jones, Corey McGee, Nikki Hiltz, someone else. Nikki I think is Sage. That Nikki was Sage hanging right on. There Sage is well. on the outside, I think. Right? She's gonna go sub four solo. That's damn. Laura Muir is a boss. I mean, no pun intended on Team Boss. She's not. She's not, she's team, not boss. on Team Boss. Not affiliated. Nothing against Team Boss, though. You know. Yeah. Okay. Corey maybe McGee. Not, maybe not sub up. four. Nikki Hill. Corey McGee's having a great. It's race. gonna be very close on the sub four. Danny Jones. Dang. I would. Honestly, would have not picked uh, Corey for being in the top pack. Oh, Corey's been crushing it the last year when when there's been racing opportunities. Pretty solid race for the women's 1500. All right. So Laura Muir takes your dub in the Oregon Relays. Women's 15. Don't sound too excited. 401. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to just have a soothing voice here. That's a fantastic race. Corey McGee with the bronze. Who is that in second? I missed the name. It's really long. It wasn't Dan, Danny Jones in third. Or f- no, fourth. Fourth. Corey got third. Nikki Hiltz in fifth. That was, I mean, solid race. Good stuff. Laura Muir, guts. Absolute guts. Well, Where right. was Jenny Simpson? Oh, yeah. She was a ways back, huh? Okay, so women's 1500 team for the U.S. Does Jenny Simpson make it? Probably not after that. I mean, not after that performance. I mean, who you got? Because this doesn't even have any of the Bowerman babes in it. And there's probably some others. Oh, it doesn't have Ellie Perrier and Perrier and Hare either. Jesus, dude. The women's 15 is going to be... Because Ellie confirmed she's doing the 15. And Shelby. And Shelby. Shelby. Sinclair. Sinclair. Gabriella? Oh yeah, Stafford. Yeah, she's yeah. Canadian. She's oh, can, yeah, duh. She so yeah, she's doing the fifteen hundred though. Yeah. So you got that right. You're half right. <laughs> not half, in, not, half right as not usual. Not in Olympic trials potential, but half right. 
Oh. Sage, an eighth. Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, there's another Stafford from Canada that's not. Is that her? Does she does she have a sister? She doesn't have Loose, a sister. No she idea. Stafford? I, oh, wait, Gabrielle well, Stafford. So Stafford's probably du- her husband's it's name. It's Dubois Stafford, yeah. So Dubois, wait, Gabrielle is wait, what am I saying? Her first name is Gabrielle, I think, and then Dubois Stafford hyphenated. I think Dubois yeah. was her maiden name. Well, okay, Stafford, so it's yeah. different. Yeah. Was her husband's name. Got Dude, it. Sage, Sage with the four oh eight. That's solid as fuck. Is it? I think. I mean, sure. I don't know what she ran indoors. Indoor mile. We're going to have to cut that bit because we sound like idiots. She won in, yeah. Schlachtenhof was second. Schlachtenhof. Was she German? I do not know. (laughs) (laughs) It just sounds German, but I missed the flag. A bunch of experts on this podcast. A bunch of experts. Okay. I think we need to wrap this thing up. Uh, What else? I mean, we had a couple hot takes. What else do we need to say? What do you got, Adam? I don't know. I was, just, what they want. I was just going to plug. Oh, oh make sure, make sure if you want to. Kansas City qualifier. Oh, Kansas City qualifier. All right, you plug it. Yeah. Kansas City qualifier from 4.30 to 7 p.m. on Friday, April 30th at Nimble Brewing. Your boys with in Craig downtown. Nowak, Daddy Craig. No, but for real. So what? It, that's what it is, right? That is for real, yeah. 4.30 to 7 p.m.? I think 4.30 to 6.30. Okay, well, 4.30 until whenever we stop. Uh, win or lose we booze 4.30 uh, at Nimble Brewing in Kansas City come out we're going to do live podcast as with uh, Chris Chavez and Kyle Merber and then we got Craig Nowak confirmed as well and we're probably going to get a few others so make sure you come out for that and and fucking listen to all the episodes we're doing because it's a lot of work there's going to be a lot of episodes we got like six or seven coming uh, you can rate us five star on Apple Podcasts. Not many people have been doing that lately. Ooh, ooh, I've I have a question. Um, George, what should they put in their podcast review? Usually, like one time we so for George April, doesn't listen to this podcast. Right. Um, so, so April Fools when we did the Blue Moon sponsorship. Um, wait, that was an April Fools joke. Yes, it was. We. we <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so when we did that, I I, I want to say the we asked listeners to leave something about blue moon, maybe like butt chugging blue moon in, in the review and people did it like they, they love it. So what should this one be? Uh, they should leave their guesses on who George is. Ooh, that's great. there we go. All right. That's great. Do some digging, some social media sleuthing. Yeah. If you can first person to correctly guess who George is in a Apple review, that's five stars. Uh, yeah. Guaranteed anything you want from the beermall.com swag store and a shout out on our Insta story. And what else do you want? Something. And, and if you come out to Kansas city or any other meet that we're at, we'll buy you your first round. Yeah, that's fair. All those things, all those things, if you can figure it out, but it's gotta be in the Apple five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any words of wisdom before we close George words of wisdom for the guests. I don't know if I have any. What, I mean, what, do what you want to throw out another reminder for the Tin Man guys that we'd love to hear their side of the story? Words of wisdom. Or Tim Schwartz, if you want to come on. Or Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz. Tim. Jesus Christ. Words of uh, wisdom. It's never gutsy if you win a race. It's only gutsy if you lead the race from the gun. We're still waiting on that take the lead collection out of Parsons. So <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's good words of wisdom. I like that. All right. I think that's a good place to leave it. Okay. Over and out.